0: Now, everything old is new again. America's entertainment
1: pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Thanks again, barbecue guy. It's been a pleasure having you. I appreciate
0: it. You. It's been a lot of fun. You know, you're a good kid, you're a good sport. Uh, you do the best you can. I understand. <laughs> what am I going to tell you? We'll see. <laughs> Here we are. We're back. Everything old is new again. This week, uh, Douglas Viviani and that David Cohen character. They're both out of town, believe it or not. So barbecue guys here. They're currently visiting the Heroes and Villains Fan Fest in the Meadowlands Exposition Center in New Jersey. Anybody know what that is? Come on, give me a break. I, I got to announce all that. Anyway, since this final show with the Best of Series is on, it's here. We got to go forward with it. They asked me to do it. I'm going to do it, okay? For some reason, they didn't think that I could do this alone. I don't know why, but we got a guy here to invite. I never met this guy before, Fandu Guy. I don't know he's going to help me along. Introduce uh,
1: Fandu Guy. What do I say? His name is Fandu Guy. What do you got going on? Fondue guy uh hi barbecue guy thank you for inviting me uh actually i'm a friend of david and he asked me to to fill in oh what him. do you live in new york city one of those guys there the highfalutins uh, I, I do live in new york city yes
0: right okay yeah i could see already we're gonna get along beautifully really nice i'll tell you what uh all right well how you doing it's welcome welcome to the to the team here let's
1: uh, let's see what we can do i was told to possibly introduce you a barbecue guy into the wonderful world of, of fondue cooking. I don't
0: need any introduction. Everybody knows who I am. I've been on the show a couple times. I don't want to hear about the fondue, the cheese. I don't need any of that. Let's talk about Will Farrell, all right? I like Will Farrell. I think something's a little different here. You're a little off. What I understand, you like Dan Aykroyd. If you had to compare the two, where do you stand?
1: I would say Dan Aykroyd is my my uh, comedic choice of the two. Yeah, that's what I figure. All right, I think listen. his humor... I'm uh, sorry. Go ahead. Here's no, I was away. going to expound on his humor.
0: Well, you could do that in a second. First, I'm going to show you Will Farrell. He was on the nerd show these characters had. We're going to try to do a little best of the final here. we got some clips they want me to play. Let's hear uh, from Will Farrell on the nerd show, what he had to say over
1: here. I believe strongly that there will always be a need for us to have a well-articulated innovation policy with emphasis on human resource development. Thank you. <laughs>
2: I love it. Will Ferrell. That's the way you
1: debate. (laughs) His character's always marching to a different beat. Now, Will, if you're listening, call us. Uh, Then he, he has a great singing voice, too. I love that. All we are is dust in the
3: wind.
0: See, what I love about his movies, though, is he's not afraid to be an individual and be this goof. And and later on in the movies, however you want to look at him, whatever character he's playing, uh, there's some redeeming value to, to them. And you're laughing with him. Right. I don't know if that right. makes any right. sense. Right. He's, he's, he's had an effect, I think, on on having people enjoy the nerd. All right, what happened to nerds? Nerds. You like nerds. I like nerds. What's a nerd? I Talk about a nerd. Let's look at it. What is the dictionary of a nerd. I don't understand that show. I don't know why they did it. I will tell you this. I like
1: the Will Ferrell. I don't know why you don't. I, I thought we were going to talk about fondue recipes and barbecue recipes. This sounds more like a clip show. Is that correct? This
0: is a clip show. We're going to talk about, we'll have a little time to talk about each other and the, the specialties and all that business. But right now, we're not really getting along too well. We're on different wavelengths. I'd like to know, for example, why you think Dan Aykroyd's the man?
1: Well, I think his humor is uh, a little more, you know,
0: you're taking a long time to describe things here. Let's get right to the I have
1: Stan Aykroyd, Chicago sighting the United uh, Aircraft baggage handler who was uh, who saw
2: the disc punch through the clouds from a baggage handling platform. So I hope that you can look at World Wide Web, MUFONredesign.com.
0: Well, he's actually helping the Kickstarter campaign for MUFON. Well, is MUFON short for something? Or Yes, um, but I don't have it off the top. My mutual, mutual
1: UFO UO, uh, action network <laughs> something. Yes. John, you investigate UFOs? I yeah. just, <laughs> well, well, I we we don't, say, don't investigate yeah. I'm
0: President of MUFON. So I, but <laughs> remember that show. Did you listen to that one? Uh,
1: I did not. You did. You know You believe in the UFOs or what? I'm I'm confused now, barbecue guy, because you asked me about Dan Aykroyd's but humor. That, he introduced that whole
0: discussion. I mean, he's there on talking that
1: show. about uh, un, unidentified flying objects. Yes, I he is. That's, You're not into that. Uh, well, I don't believe in them, if that's what you mean. All right,
0: strike two. Let's go back to uh, to Will Farrell, my guy, talking about some, on uh, the competitive eating show, talking about meatloaf. you loaf. think you can do that? I think I can. I don't know. Let's see what happens. Bring it on. You
3: hungry? Hey, Ma! Can we get some meatloaf? You want some? Hey, mom, The meatloaf! <laughs> we want it now! <laughs> the meatloaf!
0: I can't help it. That Will Farrell, just he cracks me Wedding meatloaf. crashers.
1: That was so funny.
0: All right. Did you see the wedding crashes? Are you close uh, any of that here?
1: I've heard of that, that film.
0: All right. Let me get an idea. There's no sports in your life. You're very uh, technical. And as far as what's concerned, as far as television is concerned, it's uh, got to be that PBS. It's got to be something educational. I got to watch something that's teaching me something 100%. of time. Is that where we're at with you, Guy? Uh,
1: yes. Uh, NPR. I listen to very frequently. Uh, I, I'm an aficionado of uh, the opera and of classical music. It's one of my passions, if you will.
0: Oh boy. Okay.
1: We're not going to go too far with this. Th- uh, this is a but apparently this is a show, a clip show of two gentlemen who talk about popular culture. There you are. If you heard the show, this is a question I have for you. How'd you get in on air? I have not. Uh, I'm hoping to be entertained by the clips that All you All right. Well, presented. let's
0: see. You got Dan Aykroyd. Again, this is the guy that you like. Okay. He's talking about ghosts this time. I, I he's,
1: think he's humorous. He's yeah.
0: a big... When i not talking about humor, he got, he, went, he got involved with the UFOs, with John Viviani there, the ufologist on that show. He's now talking about ghosts. He's going to... I don't know where the humor is, but okay. Let's see what we got.
1: Hooray. Or you'll be late for your own funeral.
0: Love it. Vincent Price. telling you, it was great. You know, there was advertised. They said, do not share the ending with your friends. Well, because most of your friends were probably sleeping by the time the movie ended. (laughs) It was a surprise ending. The surprise was that you were still awake. I think that was probably what it was. (laughs) Dan Aykroyd, who, of course, is from Saturday Night Live. um, The question is, does he believe in ghosts? I do. In fact, almost every house I've owned is haunted. I love this guy. He's involved with UFOs. He's involved with ghosts. He's a more famous you, basically. Uh, Dan yes, Aykroyd. at present. I'm gonna, I'm, <laughs> I'm coming on strong. Uh, <laughs> all right, these two guys, this Viviani and Cohen, these guys on the Everything Old is New Again show. I mean, apparently they're into the UFOs. They're into the ghosts. But most importantly, they're into this guy, Dan
1: Aykroyd. I'm not sure why. Do you have any idea? I no, I don't. Uh, I find Mr. Cohen to be quite humorous, though. You do? Yes. Well,
0: that's in private. I don't know about it on his show. I know you're friends with him at home. He might be funny at a party or something, but I don't know if he's so, so funny on the show. Uh, he
1: sounds pretty funny to me on the show, well, uh, I haven't but, heard, but, of, but Mr. Viviani does as well. I'm, I'm very open to hearing some more uh, humorous clips.
0: All right, let's go one more time. We'll go Will, uh, Will Farrell. They talk
1: about Will Farrell. They love this guy. Will you, you cue me on the fondue when we get to that I'll part? cue
0: you on the fondue. It may Perfect. take a little while. Hang in there. I am a fan of the TV show Land of the Lost. Yes. Will Farrell redid that in 2009.
2: I mean, forget about the Polish. (laughs) It's the
1: T-Rexes who are the real demons of the
0: world. The ever politically correct Will Farrell. Farrell. We were talking about the the Stegosaurus had the size of the walnut. And if you look at that movie clip, he was talking about a Tyrannosaurus Rex, Ah. whose size was the size of a, I guess,
1: tennis ball. Will did not look... Thoroughly enough at Wikipedia. Once apparently. again, we've referenced this
0: guy before. Uh, I, he needs to get on this show and needs to, to have a little discussion with us at Everything Old is New again to kind of get him on track. Uh, he's done a nice job with his comedy, but maybe needs a little, little needs more He needs two grounded. mentors,
1: I think. That's, he does. That's, and that's us. So, <laughs>
0: All right. The best they could do is bring us in, the barbecue guy and the fondue guy. They're a long way away from getting Aykroyd and Farrell on this show. That's for sure.
1: Well, that, that would be a coup, I think, if they, if they got Mr. Farrell. I think it would be a wonderful addition to their... Do you have any connections, culture. you got any
0: way you can call this guy?
1: Oh, certainly not. I, I do not know. How would uh, they Mr.
0: contact Pratt. us? Give me an idea. What's the, would, uh, the email address for this uh, this show? Do you have any idea?
1: Uh, I, I'll guess that it's old new again At,
0: at AOL, AOL, of course, because old is new again. They're using that AOL, so it's 20 years old. Everybody's using the Gmail, everything else. They're using the AOL. All right, so call them on the AOL. Get to it we we'll come on back. And everything old is new again. The barbecue guy.
1: Only for a moment. And the moment's gone.
0: Oh. All right, we're back. I don't know if we should be continuing. as barbecue guy and the fondue guy, I guess we will, because it's, it's the other two characters are on some vacation I don't somewhere. think we have a choice.
1: We, we are who we are, right? Right. You can't change nature.
0: But I tell you what, I'd like to, we're, we're pretty far apart on what we like and what we don't like. I'd like to see if the arguments you like to have,
1: what's the, what's the saying they say these two characters all the time about their show? I believe they say we'd like to, or we start the arguments you'd love to have. Interesting. Yes. So
0: you think we're going to have an argument or two that you're going to love to have or not?
1: I, I think we can. I, I'm envisioning two gentlemen sipping wine at a, at a uh, wine and cheese, uh, discussing or perhaps arguing over maybe something on popular culture. I might picture
0: that, too, except for uh, be, I don't think one of those guys drinking the wine is going to be me. You want to have two guys sitting at a bar having a couple of beers? That's a different story. Maybe a shot or two, something like that. Would it be a craft beer? I don't even know what that means, crab beer. The thing I knew about craft was craft cheese,
1: the cheese that's freeze dried. You get
0: that? I don't know what you're talking about with the crab
1: beer. Well, I, I believe if we're at a, a drinking establishment, you can feel free to choose whatever you'd like to imbibe, and and I would do the same. And, and so you get yourself we,
0: a Budweiser, you get yourself a Michelob, you get yourself—I uh, don't know, maybe a what could I say? Whatever uh, suits a, a your. palate. Coors, maybe that would be go out the out of the box there with that?
1: Whatever suits your palate. What and, kind and, of
0: beer do you like there?
1: Uh, well, again, I don't drink beer. Uh, I love wine. I'm a wine aficionado as well. What goes well with wine there? It's not football, that's for sure. Well, uh, fondue actually goes well with wine.
0: So you have a nice fondue with the wine, and then what are you watching on the... T- oh, let me get it straight. You don't watch the TV. You turn on the classical music.
1: Classical music, or sometimes I watch television, Masterpiece Theater.
0: Oh, uh, let me hear you. you like this music here? Yeah. What about this here with your buddy Will Farrell? It's actually my buddy. Barbecue guy. Love the way he sings it. Come on back. You're with the best of everything old is new again.
3: you my boy, Blue.
0: You're listening to Everything Old Is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen.
1: You, you want to see something really scary? You bet. Okay, pull the car over. You want to see it? Okay, okay. I'll show you. Huh? All right.
3: What are you doing? <laughs>
0: Welcome to everything old is new again. Boo. <laughs> and that was from the Twilight Zone movie Dan Aykroyd and Albert Brooks, and Dan Aykroyd actually turns into an alien monster that uh, that eats Albert Brooks and 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 here we are. We're back. <laughs> Boy, that was a surprise. What the heck? Usually they give you some kind of a clue here as to when that clip is over, whatever. All right, so we're back. Once in a while, these guys, uh, they hit it all right. They like the Ackroyd. They like Will Ferrell. I understand that. We should move on a little bit. I'm here on Everything Old is New Again, a barbecue guide. These other two characters are gone. They're not here. You know who's with me? Uh,
1: me, the fondue guy. The
0: fondue guy. We're, we're a little bit far apart. He likes the wine. I like the beer. So far, we're not doing too well. He likes the, 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 the which one do you like? Dan Ackroyd? I like the Will Ferrell. Maybe
1: we'll see eye-to-eye on something.
0: It's possible, but I want to play one more little clip because this guy, Viviani, is on my side with the Will Farrell side of things. Steve Vaughn was actually such a great guest. He always brought something to the table.
1: Yeah. And I'm going to say this
0: uh, to like a Will Ferrell. Have you seen him ever on interviews in the Tonight Show format whenever he's been on any of those shows? He always brings a bit something. Something different every time. Yeah. he doesn't just come on and say, oh, yeah, I'm I'm in the next movie. This is what the movie's about. Oh, my God. Is that boring? Is that a Will Ferrell impersonation? No, that's not because he (laughs) he is tremendous. He'll come on and do shtick and do a skit. Uh. It's really – I think it's great. It might even be better than his movies because the movies Oh, he's so good <laughs> there you go there's a discussion as the period on the sentence will Farrell's the man okay. There we go. Okay, so there's an argument you love to have. I kind of had to hide the argument, and I finished it. It's very quick, very short, to the sweet, to the point.
1: I admit defeat.
0: All right, good. Let me ask you a question. I'm talking about television. We're talking about pop culture. From what I understand, you're the BBC type of guy. You're going to watch this
1: BBC in America kind of stuff. Am I wrong or am I right? I prefer BBC in America, yes. You
0: do. What's the show do you like on the BBC America? Give me one.
1: Uh, I, well, BBC America, I also, uh, well, my favorite, actually, if you're asking my favorite. Yeah, get to No question. Doctor Who. Uh, You
0: know you're on a radio show, right? we got a limited amount of time. Could you get to the point, please? You talk so slow. Holy smokes. Let's get to it. Hey, by the way, we had a little fun on this show with Doctor Who. I've got to tell you. I've listened to uh, the clips on this one. Listen to this. It's fun. Listening
1: to Everything Old is New Again. It's lovely. Hmm.
0: she says lovely.
1: She uh, wasn't calling you lovely. You got to get off this yeah, thing. Yeah, I think she was. I really
0: do. I think it, it just went well with all these people. Did you fancy that? I, f- I think she fancied me. I don't know. Let's let's take a look. I don't, am I wrong? Let's listen to what went on here a little behind the scenes. I don't know. And it's been a pleasure. You're uh, sweet. We'd love so to much. see you again.
1: Thank, Thank you. I
0: don't know if you are it. Cool. Did you catch that? I, you, uh, no. no? You're sweet? Just call me you're please. sweet. I, I want you to listen to a little of the compliments that, that we got as we went along. Oh this is God. a lot of fun. All right,
3: We're, We'll agree on that. Okay, fair enough. You're a diplomat. Oh.
0: Paul McGann calling me a diplomat. You're a diplomat. Yeah, you hear here behind the scenes. And you got this, uh, Colin Spall. I have the pleasure of interviewing and speaking with Mr. Colin Spall. Brilliant. thank you so much. It's great to be back. He says, He says you're brilliant right there. He didn't say you're brilliant. And my, wife says, my wife says I have a fertile imagination where I insert, like, meanings to stuff that really doesn't exist. You? No. Yeah, Come on. Well, let's see what this, this character has to say.
1: Always. Like, same, same with interviews.
0: You know, we're talking about stuff now that I've never talked about before. E.G. Chow, you know, complimenting me how we... We've, after all these discussions he's had, we're finally asking questions he's never answered.
1: Why do you feel you need to this recognition about how well you did? That's uh, I guess puzzling. that we, we could put me on the couch there and see it might be something. I'd to, like to know.
0: Well, it could be something to do with you know going to um, see uh, cats. And being, uh, uh, if you heard our, our show on Broadway and hearing the way I was treated thereafter, um, going to the the Dracula movie and thinking I would get some kind of accolade for showing a certain young lady a nice little nice time at that, and how how that went awry, I think it is kind of a theme there. Wow, that point. really affected you. Those those two events. Well, for the purposes of the show, they did yes. <laughs> right, there you go. There's uh, their experience, these characters, with the Doctor Who. What did you think? Uh, Quite uninteresting. Really? Uh, But you find the Doctor Who interesting, but that you don't find interesting.
1: uh, That is a correct statement. You know, Barbecue Guy, if that is, in fact, your real name... Uh, I have. It's someone.
0: an alias, obviously. I don't want to be known out in the streets and get accosted everywhere I go. I heard you on that show. Can you give me an autograph? I heard you on that show. Can you give me a recipe? I just want to be anonymous.
1: I have a brilliant speech therapist that can really help with that accent. Uh, if you're interested, I can get you his name and number.
0: Yeah, no thanks. Next okay. next discussion, please. Next argument you're going to love to have. I'm going to tell you, you like the Doctor Who. I like the Star Trek. Went to the convention. These guys went to the convention. They had a lot of fun. Then they brought in the Rich Richter and the uh, Michael Weiner, if you remember these two guests. Uh, that's right. You never sort of heard the show. But they talked about Star Trek. They had a lot of fun coming back from the convention. Um, let's hear you, uh, uh, Richard, describing your experience this year uh, with James Darren. You know, James. Well, it's a clip.
1: James Darren, we spent time with today, and that's thrilling. I mean, he
3: ran with the uh, Rat Pack, and he did uh, those Frankie Avalon movies. He did Time Tunnel, um, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and he was he's very fan-friendly.
0: You see how relaxed he is. You could tell he was in his pajamas when that was going on. <laughs> That's but
1: different. he's right here. Why are we playing clips? <laughs> just ask him the question. Here. I, I almost repeated the whole
0: thing. But the excitement level, the well, I just I did the clips because we actually went out of our way to to do this while we were at the convention to try to get a point of view. I didn't know we would repeat the word for word the clip. I didn't play the clip for you. Do you tell the difference between the clip and and him live? None. Oh, okay, good. Well, I'm glad we did that. But no, hey, who is James Darren? What are we talking about here? Uh, didn't you listen to the clip. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, why is that important to you, this guy that did the time machine and blah, blah? We, well, you know, because
3: that's someone that, that's an old classic actor that he related to me on on more than one
1: level, beyond the Star Trek level. Well, who was he? You're, Just so, so people like, like myself.
3: Weren't you listening to the <laughs> clip? James. Did you listen to the clip? For <laughs> I was too busy La- laughing
1: over the, over the clip. <laughs> <laughs> Who's...
0: These two characters with the clips and the clips. In fact, what we just listened to was a clip of a show, and during that show, they were listen to a clip of a show or an interview. So it's sort of like one of those things. You see the mirror, and there's another mirror, and there's another mirror, and there's another. Have you seen that? you know what I'm talking about? Like I know. You,
1: I, I was actually very interested by that clip. That interests you? Yes. That. That. Why did that interest you? I don't understand. Well... <laughs> It yeah, inter- see, it, it interested me because it was, as you said, a clip of a clip of a clip, which I find fascinating.
0: So you picture yourself another one of these Orson Welles. He's a big deal to you, the Citizen Kane. We're looking in the mirror, walking, painting that whole scene. That's over. That's this highfalutin over here.
1: Well, he was. Uh, Have you been big... to
0: a ball game? Have you been to a ball game?
1: I you stayed the whole time ever. You're using vernacular from the 50s now when you say ball game. I'm not sure. Do you mean a sporting event? <laughs> uh, yes, I've been to quite a few. I've been to a few cricket matches and. Uh, a, a few football games. Of course, I'm talking about uh, soccer. I think uh, you I,
0: this is, this refer is going, to it here oh, in the States. Goodness. This is a lot of misconfusion here. All I've got to tell you is these guys went to a Star Trek convention. They had a lot of fun. I bet you this is something you and I might agree upon, as opposed to football with the round ball versus the oblong ball.
1: The old saying is what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, and I was on a trek to find the best hot chocolate in the country, which is, in my opinion, at the Paris restaurant. You have to uh, going to the Paris restaurant and ordering the hot chocolate, only to find out they were out of hot chocolate. Certainly, I'm here for the most amazing Star Trek convention that there is probably in the entire world, um, but the hot chocolate is a nice bonus.
0: Okay, so let it not be said that these uh, conventioneers do not do things that should not be talked about uh, for various reasons uh, when we when we get home. All right, there you go. That's that. Let me I, ask you a I question. I thought that was pretty risque. You enjoyed that? That uh, was risque? The, the pr- is this is the kind of a hot chocolate thing. You go to Vegas, you would look for hot
1: chocolate in Vegas? I, I think that's a bit crazy. Uh, that is a crazy thing. I, I enjoyed that. It's
0: adventurous. What would you do? they have
1: fondue in Vegas? What I they got in Vegas? Uh, I've never personally been to Las Vegas, but I, I imagine there is a melting pot there. I don't know if you've heard of the restaurant. i never heard of pot.
0: that. What is the melting pot? What does that mean?
1: Well, it's a restaurant where you sit down and you actually uh, eat fondue.
0: Okay. Yeah. And? Well, I mean, this is something I'm going to like, the fondue dipping. you got to explain to me what this fondue is. What well, are you talking
1: I, about? I think, uh, it, you know, if you want the actual definition. Of, in 30 seconds, I would, yeah. Uh, 30 seconds might be tough, but but let me see what I can do. Oh, boy, this guy is something else. Uh, fondue is a, a Swiss, Italian, and French dish of melted cheese served in a communal pot, uh, heated with a candle or a spirit lamp, or in modern times by uh, gas. Uh, there are different kinds of fondue. You can have a cheese fondue, a chocolate fondue. I'm sure you've, you've experienced chocolate fondues before, where you dip your little marshmallow into the...
0: Yeah, I've heard it. I've found it. All right, what do you want me to tell you? It's, it's good. It's good as a novelty. I can't eat it as a, as a staple. You seem to have it as a staple. Dan Aykroyd, Soul Man, Sunday Live, 1978. We'll be right back.
1: There's also fondue bourgenon, if you're familiar with that. Hot oil. Hey, Charlie, why the arm and the sling? Yeah, I walked straight into that busted street sign in front of Frank's Automat. Well, you must have been really sore, at him. You said it, pal. I said, say, what's a big idea making a fella trip out there? I was going to sock him right in a kisser. He's all wet. Why, you ought to sue him, Charlie. I have half a mind to do just that.
0: But where am I going to get that kind of dough? Say, I know a fella just got me out of a big jam, and he didn't break the bank. Yeah, don't say. Yeah, the law office of Douglas Viviani. The law office of Douglas Viviani? That's right, the law office of Douglas Viviani. Viviani. That's what I said. Viviani. He a straight shooter? He's a cat's meow. He's on the up and up? Doug's ace is with me. Is that so? He's a bee's bees. Well, that's just swell. You have his number? You can call him at 631-681-1910 or email him at VivianiLaw.com. Wait, what what was that last part? What, email? Yeah, what's email? VivianiLaw.com. Now, back to America's entertainment pop culture talk show, Everything Old is
3: New Again, with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen.
0: We the UFO phenomenon with Dr. John Viviani, an enthusiast of UFOs, and he's been uh, investigating and reviewing <laughs> the <DVD>. <laughs> 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 On-ground <laughs> investigations. Exactly. Come on, this is the power of radio. What is every time I do something like that, everybody is that what,
1: laughs? Is that what the magnifying glass is for?
0: <laughs> and the pipe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you'll be the Doctor Watson from now on to his Sherlock Holmes. There you go.
1: I would be, I'd nice. be. happy to do that.
0: All right, there we go. We're back on everything old is new again. Is uh, Viviani introducing his uh, Rat Pack, if you will, his family? Sooner or later, makes its way onto this show. We're going to focus on that. His family, his friends, all kind of interviews. He's got the ufologists, Doctor John Viviani. He was on a show a couple of times. You uh, a nice little uh, repertoire there. They, they went back and forth talking about the UFOs. This, this guy Dave didn't believe it exists. I don't know. He might be coming around. What do you think there, uh, Fondue guy? Well, have you heard of Fondue Bourgenot? Oh, boy. Here we go. What's a Bougenot? No,
1: I think you might enjoy well, the, the is a, a little a bit of a wine there. I know that. Well, it's a pot that's filled with oil and you can take seafood. Are you a seafood lover? A I seafood love the seafood.
0: Fan? Of course, you can put it on the barbecue. you got a nice little barbecue with the barbecue going. You put the barbecue and the shrimp on the barbecue. you got the uh, the lobsters on the barbecue. It goes good.
1: Similar concept. You're heating up the, the fish, except instead of throwing it like a barbarian onto an open flame, you're putting it into uh, a, a pot of oil that is uh, sufficiently uh, Yeah, you're cooking with. it. I
0: got you. We're cooking it. Okay, back to the ufologist Vivian. Perhaps it's
1: time one. to approach the question of UFOs again. Well, we got. I only hope that if we are being studied by aliens, it is with more thoroughness and care than we have focused on them.
0: Doctor Viviani, what do you think of that uh, Leonard Nimoy comment? Yeah, forget
1: the report that just came out. Let, let's talk oh, about I know, Mr. I go Spock. back to <laughs> Nimoy. I was here? waiting for a Star Trek <laughs> reference to come into here. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> we were so we we're so into this thing,
0: and then- now you've got a five minutes to talk about it. Go! Oh my God, <laughs> about Nimoy. <laughs> no, I just want to say that it's time to talk about this seriously and okay. try to figure out: is the government involved in this or not? Absolutely involved all right the government's absolutely involved in a ufo cover-up i'm gonna tell you that right now i believe that i this guy dr viviani i don't know what kind of a
1: doctor he is, but i'll tell you what he's right what do you got to say for yourself over there the fondue boy well i'd love to meet a real alien i i don't believe i ever will but uh no, you I'm, haven't
0: had a date in a long time i know that that's for sure not with this fondue
1: stuff i got well that I, sure. i'm typically busy uh for instance, last night I made a, a delicious fondue chinois. I don't know if you're familiar oh, with that. Why these words, chinois? Uh, well, it's French for Chinese, a Chinese fondue. And what you do there, a barbecue guy, is you dip your meat, whatever kind of meat you prefer to eat, and I'm sure you prefer to eat it raw. It could a nice steak there. Come on, let's go. Get to it. Ribeye. So at the end of the night, what's interesting about the fondue chinois is that you, you're putting so many different types of food into the pot that at the end of the meal, people share the remaining broth because it has the ingredients and the flavors. there with uh, my friend and aficionado
0: of horses and horse owner in the past, and he's been a um, fan of the track since he's been a kid, John Servitor, an attorney. John, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'd just like to remind you Belmont Park. What did I say? Belmont Racetrack. Ah, it's a park. Exactly. And why would you say that? It leads us right into the first portion of this show. A park has a lot of entertainment other than just the racing. So when we visited there, we also visited with my brother, Dr. John Viviani, dentist from Long Island, Huntington. He's here as well. John?
3: Hi. <laughs> Good to be back. Okay.
0: <laughs> Anyone else here that you want to introduce? That Viviani didn't even put a microphone on. He says, Hello. The kind of a doctor is that? The other guy, this guy's servant, another friend of Viviani. Douglas Viviani, and I'll tell you what, that voice has got a voice for, uh, I can't say, a voice for pantomime.
1: It's a wonderfully rich, uh, colloquial voice. I I enjoy listening to that. Oh, boy. This
0: is the barbecue guy and everything old is new again. We're talking to this fondue. Man, what do you got to say about the fondue again? Now you got something else? You're holding your
1: hand up here. What do you want to say? Perhaps there's a fondue you would like. I mentioned it before. Uh, Maybe as a child, you've partaked, or sorry, you've... I partake, it. yeah, and in a chocolate fondue. I like the chocolate
0: fondue. I where do you, like it. I like it. You got a marshmallows. What else can you do with it? Well, you can also dip fruit in it. Yeah, so you can dip. You could actually hear a race call
1: do. and know exactly where the horses are.
0: You could also hear this, which would be a little disturbing. As John and I losing at the Belmont. And that's enough said about that. I mean, now let's go right into his cousin now. He's got his cousin Joe came on the show. Do you feel that the 60s was a good, bad, or moderate t- time to
2: grow up? I think it was one of the best times. The 60s. So you were happy you were born when the time you were born. Yes, yes. The 60s and the 70s, but the 60s mostly. I was growing up. I had a great childhood. It was a simpler time, you know? Right. And, and all these assassinations
0: and negative things, you know. Did it affect your optimism? I'm trying to say that maybe a better it, way to it say af-
1: it. It affected me in a way where to myself, you know, there's too much hate in the world. These people need to like wake up, you right. know. Right. What's the biggest takeaway from the sixties for you as you went through life? The best freedom ever. The best time ever for you to just go out the door. Walked down the block. It was a great time.
0: Cool. We had a great time. Thank you, Joseph, for coming on by. Anytime. Anytime. Thank you. Here we go. Here we go. Joe Viviani, Griezmann Show, talking about the 1960s. He examined the 1960s for uh, for two uh, for two shows. Let me ask you a question. When did the fondue start? Oh, fondue goes back
1: many years. The 1960s about, huh? You're you actually interested in, in this subject? Well, it's all into on... the 1960s.
0: That's all I can say. Uh, I can certainly expound How does it, feel it to play a character that's oh. in a pirate movie that's
3: female, that's not the damsel in distress, that's someone in control. It feels <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> that's totally, completely different than what we've seen, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, that's obviously why I was initially attracted to this role, and um, you know, playing someone who a female character who is a rebel and a trailblazer, and someone who is not subservient in any way to any man is just a dream. I felt like I hit the jackpot. Yeah.
0: So she hit the jackpot. I did too, getting an opportunity to speak with uh, with Eleanor. You, you get so nervous around pretty women, you know. You that, hear the laugh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a look like Ed McMahon. <laughs> you are <a> correct, man.
0: <laughs> well, the interview was longer than that. We were having some fun, and we were—I was joking around with her a little uh-huh. bit. huh? And um, I'm sure you were. Yeah, having so fun. So that, that carried over. We didn't get a chance to really hear all of that because we don't have the time here. There's that Black Sails there. That 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 girl Eleanor Guthrie. She's a really piece of work. Have you ever seen the show Black Sails on the Stars?
1: No, I haven't. But one thing I've noticed, and, and I don't mean to raise my voice here, but you seem to be cutting me off uh, when you express an interest in fondue, and I begin expounding on the subject. And suddenly
0: there's...
3: You a series oh, there you go pirates. again. Um, it was to be done. Uh, weirdly a world... Um, everybody, you know. Is this something that you, uh, you, as a child growing up, that you liked? Yeah, didn't I mean, like? I mean, on on some level, it's it's um, it's it's the root of everything. It's the root of all the movies that, that I grew up loving. I mean.
1: That's cool. You got that guy to talk to you, yeah, and that's I'm some. still impressed by that man. You going in? And you're Douglas Viviani, and uh, yeah, and I wear the, the shirt, you know, with the logo on it in the, the the, the left hand uh, breast you're a, pocket. You're you're a big deal now. Yeah,
0: I'm getting recognized and turned away from places left and right now. <laughs> all right, there you go. We got. Talking about uh, talking to the creator of the Black sails, that's John Steinberg. They did a show on the Pirates. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I got to tell you, these guys, they got some great interviews. Guys, their friends and family. is going crazy. One last one before I get back to you, Fandu. Let me talk about the Independence Day and this girl, girl Angelica singing a song. I think it's pretty good. Let's this. <laughs>
2: Like there, that's that little uh, angelica, the
0: six-year-old.
1: Well, she can certainly carry a tune. She sure can. We'll Black be back in a couple of seconds. Down. Everything goes
0: The
3: Black Cells.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of like this, too. Yeah, she, yeah, All right, fine.
0: All right, we're back for a couple of seconds here. Now you want to talk about a little fondue. Maybe you want to save that for the next part of the show a little bit. Let me ask you a question. Are you getting involved? Are you enjoying the show a little bit? You having some discussion here? You been exposed to other things in life you never been exposed to before? Tell me about it.
1: I, I admit my interest is piqued uh, by some of these popular cultural. Cultural references, and uh, I intend to uh, broaden my horizons.
0: So you do. You do feel that it's uh, sort of milking your home a little bit here. Well, it, it makes. i I'm imagine you like getting into a, like a little bit of a spiff at the with the wife. You get in the car, you drive around the block somewhere. You mean tiff? A little, yeah, exactly.
1: You, you. said spiff. Yeah, I okay, wasn't Mr. Sure what Webster,
0: dictionary. Yeah, okay, and uh, listen. You have a car trouble, you pull over, you go to a bar, you sit down at the bar, you go order yourself a little Beaujolais, I'm sitting next to you with a little glass of uh, beer... Okay, and we're talking, we all go over, like, you know, who's the best uh, Disney, Disney princess, something like that.
1: Oh, I know about those. Oh, you, yeah, see? Okay, so there are some things we can we, we could meet on a wavelength there. So I we, think we should. Maybe we can we can actually find some common ground. All right, that's good, because
0: drinking is drinking. I don't care. It's got alcohol in it. It's good. It's, it's, as long as it's got alcohol in it, you know, you're on the same wavelength.
1: Touche. I would love to do that. Um,
0: <laughs> I like the way you hold that up. You got your, uh, you your pinky uh, up in the air there
1: with that glass. It's, that's kind of nice. Yes. Do so do that with the, with the Michelob. Uh, I uh, Well, if I drank beer, I would probably uh, humorously do the same thing. Well, actually.
0: <laughs> okay, fair enough. I just asked you advice if I should do it, and then all of a sudden it became about you. I understand. That's the kind of guy you are. You want to talk about the Fondo? You want to talk about yourself? It's all about you. You ever asked me one question about myself? yet? Yeah. all right, I
1: understand. We'll get back to it. Don't if, worry. If, if I had a few seconds, I, I would yeah, I, I kind of like this, too. Go ahead. You got 11 seconds. All right, fine. We'll be back at everything old is new again. Hopefully this is the American horror story and not some bogus song.
2: This is Everything Old is New Again, America's Entertainment Pop Culture Talk Show, with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. On November
3: 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. With nowhere else to go, he appeared at the home of his friend, Oscar Madison. Several years earlier, Madison's wife had thrown him out, requesting that he never return. Can two divorced men share an apartment without driving each other crazy?
0: Or can two uh, married men uh, share a studio here and get along together, having the arguments that you love to have here on Everything Old is New Again? What do
1: you think? I think that was a really very fine analogy made right there, Barbecue Guy. All right, so we're getting along we, we a We are bit. sort of like the odd couple, aren't we?
0: It's sort of like we're at the bar. We got our, like, you know, the
1: fourth beer and the fourth Beaujolais. Uh What do you drink? They like the, the red wine, the white wine? What do you drink? Uh, well, with fondue, typically you drink white wine, but uh, I sometimes go a little crazy, and we'll have some of the red.
0: Ah, nice to hear that. All right, well, these guys, they had best of shows. They had the best next-door neighbor. They had the best TV theme song sitcom. They had the best Bond. They had the t- TV sitcom. So Hard to say these uh, words here. But you're doing TV fine. theme song drama. Let's hear the how they came out on all these different shows with the best of. I would suggest that if we now label him the best next door neighbor of all time, maybe he will That's go ahead Kramer. and I return our sure. call. I'll send him this tape in advance. So who are the winners? Yes, we're in agreement on on Welcome
1: Back Cotter uh, with words, Munsters without words. Even though we haven't mentioned Welcome Back Cotter until we actually played the clip.
0: All right, Daniel Craig, to me, based on that interview alone, trying to move along the director of the original Iron Man, uh, is the best Bondable. That's your choice. Uh, That's my choice. Yay, so we actually agree. Yes, awesome. Here's the winner. All right, there you go. That's a, that's a list there that I think I have to agree with. What do you think about yourself there?
1: Well, I'm not familiar with many of the subjects they discussed, but I, I thought the last song was kind of catchy. Oh, you do? You like that? That's a Hawaii Five-0, unless you're, you're not familiar. That's what that yes, is. Yes, I actually, I have heard of Hawaii Five O. 0 Good that example
0: is... of uh, Everything Old is New Again. There's a new show now, and they had one in the 70s. let let's uh, let you know that. Oh, ah, pertinent. Yeah. All right, let's listen. They do a little something on Saturday Morning Cartoons, a little something
1: there.
0: <laughs>
2: presents the adventures of Quisp, the
1: Quake the Energy Serial, versus Quake, the serial with the power of an earthquake. You remember those, uh, they, uh, Mr. Van oh, Guy? I, I was a huge Saturday morning cartoon fan. Ah, me too. Uh, what about really? the Quisp versus Quake? You go for that? Oh, I loved Quisp and Quake. Which, which was your favorite? I was a
0: Quakeman. Well, oh, I was a quiz, But this is the thing. That's exactly what it's all about. The arguments you love to have, because I tell you what, I'll have a quisp, uh, and quake cereal. I, I'll give you a little quake. You give me a little quiz, but I'll have that, too. It's all right. Yeah,
1: I agree with all that right. 100%. That's
0: nice. I did a little show on uh, getting along here. It's nice. Golden Age of Radio. What do you think about that? Yeah, and that green
3: horn thinks of everything. <laughs> you know a guys' names on a baseball team? Yeah. Well, go ahead. Who's up first? Yes. You know, <laughs> who knows what evil... Lurks in the hearts of men, the shadow knows.
0: And I'd say the theater of the mind, which is something I bet you that you're into. Absolutely. So you like that. You set up a little station there for yourself. You have a little wine and cheese. You put a little Beaujolais on the table, maybe a Pinot Grigio, Pinot Rotten, whatever you might have there, oh. and uh Pinot Noir maybe, a little Cabernet Sauvignon, maybe a little bit of uh, Meritage. I mean, I know what's going on here, but anyway. Uh, barbecue you a, guy, it,
1: it 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 sounds like you have a hidden camera into I'm, my uh, into my living room.
0: I'm a the world. As long as you got the peanuts, the honey roasted peanuts next to the, the wine, I'll have some wine with you. How about that? That sounds we'll great. We'll listen to the uh, the nice Golden Age of Radio. they a show about that as well. Now, this guy Viviani, every uh, Friday morning, goes on this uh, affiliate there, KVGC in Jackson, uh, California. He talks to the home, the, home, uh, the host there. What's his name? Jim uh, Guidi. And um, I don't know. He has a lot of nice,
1: nice time there. But apparently he leaves Mr. Cohen out of that conversation. He does. He does all the time. Let's listen to what he got to go here.
2: It's a Friday morning. On the phone with us is our good friend Douglas Viviani, host of Everything Old is New Again, along with uh, David Cohen. Well, Douglas, everybody has been waiting all week long to find out did you take your first grader to see Jurassic World?
3: Uh, Actually, I did. And one of the. Father of the Year, right here,
2: folks. We're talking to him. Father of the Year, right here. Okay.
0: This guy Viviani gets uh, made fun of by his. I say Jim Guidi because in New York we would say Guidi, but he really pronounces his name Jim Guidi, believe it or not. That's the California pronunciation. Interesting.
1: Yeah. But anyway, he makes fun of the Viviani for taking his kid to see
0: the uh, Jurassic World. Let me ask you a question. Would you take
1: your kid to see uh, assuming I had uh, children, I would probably take them to certain films, yes. All right, good. That was a good film, too. You got to go. Maybe what we'll do is we'll throw it on the VCR while we're playing a little
0: uh, uh, chess. I could play some chess with you. Can you? And then I'll go ahead and watch, uh, at the same time, the background, a little, uh, little of that movie there. It's really a lot of fun. Oh, it sounds delightful. Uh, excellent. Let's hear another clip of something about their game show. They had a game show or something?
2: So last week, uh, Loretta, she was a good sport, but... Couldn't beat Dave? Dave I was challenged that they were good
3: sports in the beginning, but both of them were challenging me as a host and as, <laughs> as running the show, if you remember. And uh, for some reason, I think Loretta got a little bit um, nervous to be on the radio, and, and, they, and they both kind of held a little, well, little, they tried to have a little mini mutiny on me there, uh, if you remember. But she, she really held her own for quite a while. It was a lot of fun, but Dave did win, so the challenge is still out there for you, Jim.
2: I'm. I'm ready to go, because I was sitting listening to When you first started the contest, I was just boom, 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 boom. But, uh, yeah, you know, I'm ready to go.
0: All right, this guy knew all the answers. That guy, Dave, and Loretta had a problem in the beginning. I think I go on the side of this host here. He did a nice job
1: with that game show. Oh, I agree. Uh, Plus, you can't believe that this man, you know, was able to name all of that. I mean, he says he did, but we don't have... uh,
0: proof of that well you know what? listen to me a favor bring back a message to that fondue guy this guy jim will have him on the show one day we'll do a little contest him versus your buddy dave a little competition
1: i think as as you would say in your world uh it's on
0: oh ah, very good nice nice very i like to hear you know what we're getting along nicely that's good i believe we are well, having an argument that you love to have that's the kind of a thing these two had arguments about the fairs. with new york better than california fairs. let's hear about that
3: Talk about excitement. I know you've got that Amador County Fair coming up uh, yeah. this weekend. Yep,
2: yep. The best best small county fair in California.
3: i, I got to compare it. I would suggest to you, tongue-in-cheek, that East Northport Fair that we have here in New York... Um, can't compete. But I'm going to compare it. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> so what do you compare?
3: I know you've got like what? A, a rodeo is a yep. big deal over
2: there, yep. right? Yep. We've got ro- Saturday night Saturday night rodeo. Yeah. Sells we out. Have
3: a petting, we have a petting zoo. That's as close as we get to And you've got like livestock competitions. <laughs> oh,
2: sites. yes, yes, yes.
3: Uh, we have a magician for kids, which is the same magician for like the last 14 years and hasn't changed the act yet. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's places to buy things like the retailers or whatever.
2: Oh, yeah. There's uh, we have what's called the General mercantile buildings different that stuff sounds great
3: we have okay. uh, insurance uh, people financial people and real estate sales people all uh, trying to sell you something and the politicians that are running for office are interspersed in between on the booths. so again i think uh, i think the amador County be fair beats us on that
2: <laughs> are you serious <laughs> what the hell kind of fair is this <laughs> it's horrible <laughs>
1: All right, there you go. A little discussion about the fairs of Law, New York versus California. It seems the chemistry between Doug and this other gentleman uh, seems to work a lot better than Doug and David, so. It would be interesting to see how that evolves. I
0: doubt that seriously, but the chemistry might be a smidge better than us when we started. But you know what? We're getting along now, so it's all right. That guy's on KVGC. He's on in uh, the mornings, every morning, and that's in Jackson, California. One more time, I think we can meet. The two of us can meet talking about school lunches. They talk about school lunches. Let's get back to food. Let's talk about it.
3: Uh, all the old lunches uh, from school are coming back to, to memory. You remember all those, uh, oh, yeah. those lunches? I used to have the, the fluffer nutter peanut butter sandwich, if you you remember that one. Now it's turkey tacos, snowballs, the coconut marshmallow-covered chocolate cake. Now it's hummus and, and pretzel slices.
2: Did, uh, did you ever try to eat the cake out of the snowball and just leave the pink or white you
3: know. That's like solving a Rubik's cube, I think. I don't know. So that's what I'll be going through with, with Angelica. Try to—I yeah. uh, snuck in a, a little bit of Mister Salty Pretzels into her lunch today. I hope that doesn't uh, cause a, a, a riot
2: at the a lunch table. With you her. may get a call from the school telling <laughs> you that you know, investigating you for child <laughs> endangerment or something. You better find a good lawyer to help you out with this one. This one, you may be in trouble. Uh, I, I, do, I specialize in defending food fights.
0: <laughs> there you go. So there's a little something there. <laughs> with the AVGC crowd out <laughs> near California, there's all kinds of affiliates for this show. They're very happy with the affiliates program. All the affiliates, they try to mention every one of them every so often when they come on board. We love the show. Um, Fandu, guy, anything else to say? A couple, ten seconds here.
1: Oh, uh. uh <clears throat> No, it, other than uh, what turned out to, or started out to be disastrous, I, I believe has turned into something uh, quite beneficial it for sure both of us. It sure
0: did. Absolutely. Everything old is new again. Come on back next week. Enjoy your week. It's been such a wonderful time. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us.
1: There we go. That's the end of it. We got one more minute to go. Perhaps you'd like to share one of your barbecue recipes with me. Um, I'm, again, trying to expand my horizons.
0: Yes, absolutely. What I'd like to tell you is when you get a steak, I know you're going to like filet mignon. If that's going to be your thing, I can tell. All right. So what you want to do is you want to this, put the flame on as high as you can. You want to sear it on all sides. When you sear it on all sides, it sears in the juices. And I'm talking about all sides. Not the front, the back. You got the side as well. You're going to cut that piece. It's probably going to be about an inch and a half to three inches thick. So you're going to, like a hockey puck, you're going to put it on the side as well. Before you hit the slap shot, you take it off. You're going to have a nice little salt and pepper on there. That's all you need. You'll enjoy it with a nice little uh, Pinot Noir.
1: Well, I, I didn't understand the football phrases you were you were saying there, but... Uh, I, I think that there seems well, that to be was hockey? But okay. There seems to be more skill involved with barbecuing than I imagined. And so. I'm going
0: invi- to enjoy the uh, fondue over chess with you next
2: week. Trust me, it's a date. That was all scary.